0: Many different uh, things. Again, welcome, welcome to my Periscope, welcome to my podcast. Uh, the culture war, the culture war is being won by by us, the MAGA people, the uh, people believe in traditional society <coughs> by the by the Christians. Uh, and let me, I can hear the feedback. Here. here we go. Uh, it has been won by us. It's not noticeable yet because our war against the progressives against the nazis and the fascists of the democrat party and of the globalist movement is not islam dunk type affair it's not one punch knockout it is a prolonged street fight it's like a long boxing bout or the long mma match it has many rounds it has many components as many, uh, many areas, and uh, we're not in very good shape right now, I have to admit, but we are beginning to win. We're going to talk about a few things uh, uh, today, so please retweet and repost, I'm being uh, severely shadow banned. Uh My primary Periscope channel was uh, suspended because I spoke honestly and reported honestly on the Christchurch uh, shooting, uh, we'll have a special uh, periscope about that sometimes later, and maybe this backup channel will be deleted too after I do that. We're not going to talk about it today, but please uh, repost and retweet because honest reporting, and I am a true blue citizen um, uh, journalist, um, uh, being suppressed. But we are winning. We're going to talk about a new world order, not the old new world order of George W. Bush. This is something that uh, the Russian um, foreign minister has said in his speech recently, and it's, it's interesting to see what he meant. Um, we'll talk about that. We are going to talk about William Barr, our new attorney general, and there are many indications that he represents the opinion of the bureaucracy of Washington DC that in many ways shapes our national policy. And it looks like they have thrown their hat with uh, Donald Trump because Barr indicated that he is going to investigate uh, the Russian collusion charges, not the fake Russian collusion, but the corruption of the Obama Leftovers in the Justice Department who tried to uh, coup d'etat President Trump. Uh, We will talk about Candace Owens and how she shredded, absolutely shredded, the Congressional Democrats who wanted to limit our um, ability of free speech. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about people suffering from... um, gender dysphoria, so-called transgender people, and how, uh, thanks to them, American women are totally defenseless. Uh, Transgender women are not women, they are men, and they are absolutely abusing regular, normal, biological American women. Some of my thoughts, what needs to be done about that. Um, it was a very interesting, um, very interesting interview that Tucker Carlson did uh, with Ben Shapiro. Uh, I'm going to play you about uh, two minutes of that, a little less even. Uh, he talks about traditional family, why there's so much illegitimacy. It's very very down-to-earth, understandable ideas. We will discuss traditional family. Um, Julian Assange. He got arrested. Have some thoughts about why he got arrested. I could be wrong, but we'll talk about that. Um, We will talk about the move by Democrats to abolish uh, electoral College. That's an interesting subject. Uh, it looks like they know they lost the popular... Th- they know they lost, so they want to fix the system. So, anyways, uh, retweet and repost. I'm being severely uh, shadow banned. My name is uh, Andre uh, LeFever. I am an independent, uh, in, independent citizen journalist. I come to you from uh, from California. I'm about 12 miles uh, east of downtown Los Angeles, and I like to mouth off on things political, things cultural, things interesting, and I practice something that is absolutely illegal today in the United States and the rest of the Western world, and that something is called the First Amendment. So uh, let's um, uh, let's get into it. Um, The first on the list, this is from, um, let me bring this up. This is uh, from a Russian website, English-speaking website, serizam.com. The headline is, uh, Russia says new world order being formed. Let me read you a couple of paragraphs. Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov declared today that the Western liberal model of society is dying and the New World Order is taking its place. Lavrov made the comments on his annual meeting with students and professors at the Foreign Ministry of Diplomatic Academy, reported Russian state news agency TASS. The Western liberal model of development, which particularly stipulates a partial loss of national sovereignty, is what our Western colleagues aimed at when they invented what they called the globalism is losing attractiveness and no more viewed as a perfect model for all. Moreover, many people in the very Western countries are skeptical about it, um, Lavrov said. Uh, Look it up. It is a very interesting Russian interpretation of what's going on in the Western world. It is obviously apparent to them that our society is undergoing severe crisis uh, just as severe as it did in 1776. The problem which is apparent to all of us who live in our country and obviously it's becoming apparent uh, in Europe as well is that we have allowed a small group of power elites to usurp the rights. And the power that is legally ours, morally ours, God-given rights that we have as an American citizens to govern ourselves, and the small group of power elites are colluding, colluding through globalism, through UN, to deprive us from that uh, from that ability. Well, um, the next story that I have is from Fox News, and this is why I am thinking that we are beginning to win the culture war. Uh, this is from Fox News. This is a story, this is a headline from, uh, uh, from a few days ago. Barr reveals he's reviewing conduct of FBI's original Russia probe. Uh, it has all the uh, Democrat Party officials uh, with their panties in a twist. He's actually going after the uh, uh, the Mueller team investigators to see on uh, why they decided to spy on the uh, on uh, on the on then uh, President Trump's campaign. And they apparently obtained some, uh, some wiretap warrants from FISA courts. And it looks like they lied on those warrants, which is a federal offense. And if you asked me uh, two weeks ago, well, before those comments, if I thought that uh, anything will happen to those severe abuses of power by the Obama regime leftovers, I would say no, they will uh, get out scot-free. Now, it makes me think I'll give it 10%. If I was a betting man, it would be 10 to 1 uh, bet that uh, some of those guys will go uh, go to jail. Why am I all of a sudden becoming so optimistic about this? And 10 to 1 actually are not a, not bad odds. They're not winning odds, but at least they are reasonable odds. It's because William Barr is not nobody. On the social... Uh, on the social scale of Washington, D.C., he's at the very top. He's probably where Robert Mueller is and maybe a little bit higher. He already been the attorney general once uh, about 20 years ago. It is not something that, um, you know, he's pushing 70. He is a multi-millionaire. has a great uh, power uh, elite pedigree. And for a man of his um, power elite stature, uh, power elite pedigree to come out and say that he's going to investigate the rogue Obama operatives at the Justice Department means that he knows that the opinion of the power elite in Washington is shifting. I will say even more. More than likely he's powerful enough politically to shift the public opinion of the permanent bureaucracy. This is why this is very significant. This is why I am saying that we're beginning to win. The swell of support, the swell of discontent, the uh, the swell of incredulity by us, the deplorables, who swept uh, uh, Donald Trump into the office is finally, finally being felt in Washington. It is extremely interesting, and I will follow this. But don't dismiss this as just words. Uh, For a man of um, William Barr's pedigree to say something like that, even in passing, uh, it is an exploding exploding bombshell, exploding bomb. Uh, No wonder CNNs and uh, all the other cable cable news uh, propaganda channels for the Democrat Party are absolutely going berserk over this. They understand that the ground is shifting under their very feet. So, moving on. The next uh, story that I want to look at is, um, uh, it's, uh, it's 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 just a quick story. It was I found it in National Review, and it is another exploding um, another explosion. Ex-Obama legal counsel. That's National Review from uh, April 11. Uh, Ex-Obama legal counsel charged with lying to DOJ. Now let the headline sink in. Just think about this very carefully. Ex-Obama legal counsel charged with lying to DOJ investigators. This was the man who appeared on numerous uh, uh, press conferences with uh, Barack Obama. This is the man who is, was a close confidant uh, of Barack Obama and uh, William Barr's DOJ, Donald Trump's DOJ, actually had the audacity to charge him with the obstruction of justice. This is not something that can happen lightly. Let me, let's read a couple of paragraphs. Uh, the Justice Department indicted former Obama White House Counsel Gregory Craig Thursday on charges of providing false statements to federal investigators regarding his lobbying work on behalf of Ukraine. <coughs> Craig, 74, was charged with two counts of making false statements and concealing material information uh, from the Justice Department for uh, Foreign Affairs Registration Act he faces up to five years in prison if convicted. His arraignment is upcoming, um, and uh, this is the face of this uh, uh, of this Obama minion, um, which means that there is an investigation in the Obama Justice Department. Which, by the way, Obama Justice Department, we have not really have the full grasp of how Barack Obama has corrupted uh, our law enforcement uh, agencies. Uh, He simply turned them from impartial institution of our republic into a democrat party enforcement tool. This is a banana republic um, tradition to take government agency and, beca- and turn it into a personal enforcement tool. This is what Barack Obama did in the eight years. And what we have seen right now, again, this is why I am saying that the tide has turned and Manga is winning the culture war, is because of headlines like that. I didn't think that something like that was possible, but it is happening. Remember, a street fight takes a long time. We are beginning to take offensive. Um, Moving on. Let's talk about Candace Owens. Uh, If you don't know who Candace Owens is, Google her. I don't have time to explain who this very interesting young woman is. Uh... She made a speech a couple of months ago in uh, Europe that was mischaracterized, which was taken out of context. She was uh, talking about nationalism and the definition of the the word. And of course, you had the Democrat trolls, the uh, progressive trolls who linked that with her supporting Hitler in some weird way. Well, this is what U.S. Congress people tried to do. Uh, during the hearing uh, on so-called white nationalism uh, this week and she shredded them into little uh, ribbons. She's uh, on my website (coughs) wildnews.us. I I have a link to the video of what she did uh, to Congressman Lou from California, I believe that he is. She absolutely made him look like an idiot, and the whole idea of those hearings on quote unquote white supremacy had nothing to do with white supremacy. Those hearings were twofold. One, the uh, Democrat uh, allied organizations, so-called um, nonprofits that support democratic causes, were asking for more money. So by scaring the uh, scaring the Congress that there is in uh, An illusionary white, um, uh, white nationalism is on the rise in the United States. They were trying to get more money out of it. And number two, which maybe actually was the primary pur- pur- uh, purpose, is to shut people like myself up. Uh, they had very good uh, test run by removing Alex Jones from all the platforms. So now they're after the rest of the people who do not toe the hard left Democrat line. And they're trying to do this by inventing non-existent white supremacist movement in the United States. In my view, there may be 10 true white supremacists in the United States and a few more hundred those agents, provocateurs people who work for ATF, FBI, and the CIA who are entrapping uh, as many people as they can. And, of course, there is a contingent of mentally unbalanced people um, who believe in white uh, supremacy. I don't even want to get into the details. But um, Candace Owens kicked some major Democrat ass. She basically made them look like fools in whatever purpose they were trying to accomplish. She single-handedly, in four minutes, uh, destroyed. We're winning, ladies and gents. We are winning. Uh, the next story that we have is, uh, let's talk for a little bit about um, uh, about gender dysphoria political movement in the United States. This is an old story, this is a story from a couple of months ago where the tennis great uh, Martina Navratilova had the bravery, had enough balls. To say that uh, it is insane to make women campaign against transgenders who are basically are still men. She caught a lot of flack. The reason I'm bringing this up now is because this cultural issue is on the forefront of everything that we are fighting for. Uh, Democrats, let me back this up. Feminism was not invented by women to help women. Democrats was invented in the 19th century when when the uh, industrialists needed worker bees and they needed women to work in the factories. And it was sold to American and Western women as something that they should be doing. It was only supported by men who used their, uh, their privileged uh, trust fund uh, wives to push it. The farmers' wives and the wives of the factory workers did not need to leave their household and work 10-12 uh, hours a day like their husbands did. They had, uh, their life wasn't very good, but by working in the factories and working at low-skills occupation was not any better. Also a little bit later at the beginning of 20th century, the progressive woman realized by separating women from their husbands from their families they could use them as a compliant um, voting block. so this is the strategy that's being, uh, uh, being still being implemented but now instead of even pretending, the progressives, the hard left, the Democrat Party, stop pretending that they're even helping women. They're beginning to supplant women with men who have gender dysphoria, who think that they're women. So today's women are absolutely thrown to the wolves. They're forced to compete against men for the place under the sun without having a husband or a fa- or a family to look after them. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, Ladies are ill pre ill equipped to compete against men. And this is just a biological and uh, cultural fact. And the average woman has a very difficult time competing against a man in today's society or any society. They're just not equipped mentally, cognitively, and physically to compete against us. And that's what they were forced to do by the Democrat Party. So now They're totally unprotected. Nobody cares about women. Feminism is not about caring for women. Just look at the welfare roles. uh, Just look at um, illegitimacy rates, single uh, mother households. Nobody cares about women. So now they're really taking a uh, seat in the back of the bus, so to speak, because uh, insane men who suffer from a mental condition called gender dysphoria are now allowed into their bathrooms or now allowed into their dressing rooms and they're allowed to oppress, rape and uh, abuse them. Um, and I am not exaggerating. This problem has not been adequately addressed yet, but uh, it's beginning to talk about. So. Again, this is why I think the is mystery. We're actually ter- talking about this. I think the next phase of the conversation should be is a return to a traditional family. And um, I'll have more uh, live streams about that subject as time goes along. Um, staying in that vein of what's wrong culturally with the relationship between men and women and uh, our society. Dr. Carlson has been uh, absolutely invaluable to talk about the subject. I don't think there's anybody else in the United States right now, or maybe the world, who can so eloquently uh, describe of uh, what is actually going on in the United States when gender relations and economic uh, relations go in the political uh, directions. He gave an interview to Ben Shapiro a couple of weeks ago. I'm gonna play you a, um, I think it's a two minute clip. And uh, let's talk about it when uh,
1: when it's done. Here you go. Throw the goal down to a single thing as I did is probably stupid. Um, stability makes a lot of other things that you want possible. But I would say within the American context, what you want is a country where the average person, again, with an IQ of 100 and, you know, an income of 90 grand a year and three kids can sort of live the life that people lived under those circumstances in 1950. Like, you want the the average person to feel like he's vested in the society, that he can have a stable family without, you know, By the way, let me just say, the economic impetus behind family destruction is totally underappreciated by conservatives. So they looked at the landscape of inner-city America for 50 years, and they're like, nope, you know, family formation's gone. Like, the overwhelming majority of kids grow up without a father. That's a cultural problem. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, it is a cultural problem. That's one way to describe it. But what's its root? Why did it happen? Well, look at rural America now, where you're seeing the incidence of childless of, of fatherlessness like a spike yep it's, it's unknown in my neighborhood i live in a rich neighborhood i'm sure you do too right. like everyone's married okay mm-hmm. there's no divorce where i live in rural america divorce among white people is now the rule out of wedlock burrs and a lot of zip codes are the majority it's not why did that happen because the men make less than the women nobody wants then there's so much social science on this Nobody wants to say it out loud because you're violating some unspoken rule of like unhappy feminism or something. I don't care. It's true. Study after longitudinal study has shown that when men make less, women don't want to marry them. Now, maybe they should ask, ask, I have three daughters, ask them. And they're not ideological at Mm -hmm. all. And they're totally open-minded. They're young people. Would you want to marry a man who makes less than you? What? No. Do you think that's because of structural changes in the American American economy or the counter argument, which would be, the welfare state, which is when you start to see all it's of these It's definitely begin this the welfare fight. state, of course, plays a huge role in this, but I'm talking employed people. So, in when manufacturing dies, what's left? Well, in a lot of, parts of the country, huge swaths of rural America, you have two main employers the schools and the hospitals. Those are the full time year round employers. And those are traditionally female jobs, not exclusive. Mm-hmm. There are many exceptions to all of this, and there are plenty of women who are happy to marry a man. Who makes less than they do. But I'm saying across large populations, that is true and it's been shown to be true. So when male wages decline below those of females, marriage formation declines along with it. But childbirth does not. Right. In other words, we're sort of right, hardwired right. to impregnate, okay? That continues. So what the net effect is you have no families and more kids, especially boys, growing up in fatherless homes, which all but guarantees that you repeat the process. So like, you have the disintegration of the family because of an economic factor. There are other factors, and I, of course- So I- Okay. Uh, Very interesting
0: point. Very interesting point with which I agree, and nobody truly verbalize it the way Tucker Carlson did. As uh, manufacturing jobs disappear, men are relegated to very low-paying jobs. And since most of the women work for the government, they begin to make more money than men do. And women don't like forming families with men who make less money than they do. Just simple, simple fact of life. And the Question is: Is not crying about it, not complaining about it, like uh, like uh, men's rights groups, uh, MGTOWs and uh, things like that. Is uh, elect officials who will put American feminists for first and make it an official policy, so feminists could exist on a one income uh, on one income. So a man could earn enough money to support his family, his wife, and his children. It was there once. And the Democrat Party purposefully stepped away from it and went the opposite direction. Divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. All right. um, Julian Assange. Julian... Uh, Julian Assange. This is from uh, The Guardian, if you can see, if you're watching me on my periscope, you see a picture of Julian Assange being dragged from the Ecuadorian, uh, Ecuadorian uh, Consulate where he was held up for many years. He didn't live a very good life in, this, in, in a small room. Um, for reasons that I don't understand, the Trump Justice Department decided to call him a spy and charge them under espionage act and um, i mean it has been done in the past in the united states where journalists were arrested uh, especially on Woodrow Wilson um 100 years ago where journalists were arrested for printing the truth and printing classified materials of course that ended with the pentagon papers case in 1970s but for some reason, um, Trump Justice Department decided to go Julian Assange. I have a theory about this. I don't know any details. I don't have any sources or contacts. I'm just using my noodle. Is that probably it is a way to get Julian Assange, who is an Australian national, I believe, to get him out of the Equator- uh, a- a- Equatorian uh, embassy. Conditions where he lived in there were not very good, even though he is in prison cell right now. I suspect that within a year he will not be extradited to the United States and somehow uh, in, in a way will be found for him to resettle somewhere <coughs> and live a semi-normal life. Why am I saying that? I suspect that contrary to uh, what the uh, Democrats are telling us, he is not an asset of uh, Russian intelligence. Uh, I think he is an asset of uh, American and British intelligence. And I think the screwed way, the way they um, dragged him out of Equatorian uh, embassy, I think it is an operation, uh, a long-term operation, to integrate him back into the um, free society and basically save his life because uh, the conditions under which he existed in the Equatorian embassy were not very good at all. I could be 100% wrong but this is what occurred to me when, uh, when this uh, when these news broke. Um, moving on. Uh, oh well, uh, just a little something that I have found, um, uh, found in New Yorker, the indictment of Julian Assange a threat to journalism. It's just a triviality I mean if we're gonna start, start charging journalists with espionage, when they print stuff that government doesn't like, it's a destruction of First Amendment. But, you know, Obama did a pretty good job at destroying the First Amendment already. And uh, the Silicon Valley is pissing on it right now. So, um, the question is not uh, complaining about this anymore. I think we came to the point where we need to do something about it. And I'm not going to dive into that subject right now, but I think many things are being done about it right now. It just it takes a long time to reverse the fascist trend of the Democrat Party to suppress uh, opposition. Um, this is a story from Vox. Uh, Senate Democrats introduced a constitutional amendment to abolish the Electoral College. Basically, Democrats know that they cannot win in the honest elections. They simply cannot. What they are doing right now is importing millions of illegal immigrants into the United States, and they plan to vote them illegally and they hope that uh, using illegal votes will be able to have a majority of votes who would vote for a democratic candidate. What stands in their way is in a a wise system that our founding fathers made, where each state uh, has a number of electoral uh, electoral, uh, uh, voters who elect the president and no large state can uh, trample the smaller state. Well, Democrats know that under this system they have no chance of winning. Uh, 1916 elections proved that. So their uh, they, they, their their plan is very simple. It's a two punch. First, uh, bring as many illegal voters into the United States as they can, as they can, also known as illegal uh, illegal invaders and then illegally register them to vote and vote them illegally in a hope that they can bring enough illegal voters to uh, pack uh, American citizen electorate to the point where there are more of them than there is of us, basically replace us. This is just that simple. But it's, the reason it's good in a way is that by pushing that they are admitting that they lost the popular support of the American citizens. So rather than trying to win our hearts and minds, they want to finagle the system. They want to fix the system to create fake elections so they can win. They cannot win honest elections. Well, ladies and gents, uh, I appreciate you joining me. Uh, Please... uh, please uh, re- uh, retweet and repost um this is my website wildnews uh, uh, wildnews.us uh if for some reason you want to get in touch with me just click on the contact info tab uh my information is right there if you don't uh, know me personally um, Uh, If you're the only person, email me first, because my phone number is right there. I may not pick up if I don't recognize the phone number. Uh, Otherwise, if you have any comments, suggestions... um, Also, I anticipate that at some point... um, At some point, maybe they ban me from uh, from the Silicon Valley platforms, uh, uh, because my uh, primary Periscope channel has been suspended, and I had many of my videos have been banned from other uh, Platforms as well so I created a mailing list uh, if you wish to be added to it if you like uh, the subjects that I discuss uh, will be greatly appreciated uh, so this way I may still be able to be uh, interesting to uh, all of you um, I do appreciate me joining me a lot more than I can ever express in words uh, I took about an hour to do the periscope. Uh, I'm still in my office today, so I'm going to finish my work and go home to my wife pretty soon. I'm sure she'll be happy if I'll be able to get home early. Again, I appreciate you joining me a lot more than I can ever express in words. God bless you, and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.